This episode is brought to you by JLL. Get an insider view into the world of commercial real estate with JLL's podcast, Trends and Insights, the Future of Commercial Real Estate. Whether you're curious about making cities more sustainable, the evolution of office space, or AI opportunities, this podcast will help keep you a step ahead. Tune in for candid conversations with business leaders about the biggest trends impacting how we live, work, and play. Subscribe to Trends and Insights now at jll.com slash podcast. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Welcome, everybody, to Imagine Faith Talk New Year's Edition. We're your hosts, Kevin and Donovan, and this is the podcast where we believe that faith in God is the key to unlocking everything you've been called to be. And today, we're talking about what is the word that is going to define your 2024? What is the word that you are going to stand on and be rooted in? that connects you to God and connects you with everything that you've called to be. Because remember, here at Imagine Faith Talk, we're all trying to be high performers with higher values operating in our highest nature. Donovan. Yes, sir. My man, first of all, Happy New Year, man. Happy New Year to you, man. Um, Feels weird because we're not in a new year yet. Um, We record this before the new year. I'm not sure if if I'm supposed to say that. Corey's looking at me crazy. Um, But prophetically speaking, Happy New Year, brother. I'm happy that I made it. I'm going to put this out there to let God know, like, listen, we recorded this for the new year, so preserve my life. Uh, let me let me cross over into this new year. But um, all jokes aside, man, Happy New Year to you. And um, this is a, this is a necessary episode. Of course, we yeah. touch on a lot of topics that are pivotal to our walk of faith. Um, but because this time of the year in America, um, people, you know, we have a cultural norm of creating resolutions and goals around this time of year. It makes it a very pivotal time for us here in America. And so um, we we know that we're international. Um, and speaking to our, you know, our citizens here or those abroad who may be able to relate to American culture, um, this is the time of year where people put um, a lot, draw a line in the sand and say, from here on out, I'm about to do something new. We're making resolutions. We're getting in new communities. This is this is a moment where most people make their change. Now we know high performers usually do this in October. Um, other high performers they mark it by the day of their birth. So today we hope to maybe talk to a few different categories and wherever whichever one you come from, hopefully give you something to relate to in this episode that you can start whenever it's significant for you. But the tips or the insight that we're going to give you is applicable to everybody. Mm, amen, bro. Yo, Donovan, do you have a word that you feel like is something that's defining your 2024? You know what? Yeah, I think it has to transition, though. What, with the word I got, I'm one of the people who does this on my birthday, right? My birthday is April 10th. And so that's my new year. And so speaking mm. to those people and uh, everybody who's doing this on January 1st, um, the word I got last year was um, a, a scripture in the Bible says, do not think more highly of yourself than you ought. 
And that was a pretty much a little slap in the face. I usually go to the beach and get a word from God every year for my birthday. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, what am I focused on? And when I got that one, immediately I was like, where am I in pride? And where am I in self-righteousness? Where am I? And this word has continued to unfold to me over the months. Do not think more highly of yourself than you ought. And so as I'm transitioning, I'm recognizing that even in this new year component that you know I'm operating in, um, I need to focus on the practical. Mm. I need to focus on the practical. And so even though I don't have, um, I'm still operating off the word that he gave me, think not more highly of yourself than, than you ought. I feel like I'm in the fourth quarter of that word as April is about to approach soon. And so what I'm walking out as I'm moving into 2024 is the last leg of this, do not think more highly of yourself than you ought. And that is to understand that although it may seem like I want to leap and jump from one thing to another, don't overlook the necessity of the walk sometimes. Don't overlook how important it is to pace yourself because our ambition, well, my ambition can carry me away and I can you know, almost operate like I'm not human. I have human needs. You know what I'm saying? I have a human understanding, which means that it's partial. And so for me, I need to remember and humble myself um, as I'm finishing out this last you know, year, of this, the last leg of this word, and understand that the practical is important. And so what I'm doing is, in my, in my phone, is my number one accountability partner, I have my, my life goal, which is a list. And then I have my year goal, which is a list. And I have my month goal. Then I have a, a list and I have my daily goal. So every morning when I get up and I say my prayer, I do my mantra, my meditation, and my, my stretching, I go to my daily to-do list and I pull from my monthly to-do list what is going to get done today. And throughout the day when I want to scroll on social media or when I want to binge watch TV or when I want to go to the kitchen, grab a snack, I have alarms that say, check your to-do list, check your to-do list, check your to-do list. And that way I can look at the things that need to be done. And now what am I doing? I'm taking one bite at a time. Ultimately, they're all tied to my life goal, yeah. but I'm taking it one day at a time. I'm recognizing I need that. That's me understanding in my human tendencies to you know, be lazy or to be distracted or to you know, hope that it gets done you know what I'm saying, without all the effort that I can give it. And so that's, that's kind of where I'm at right now, man. And um, in the meantime, you know, if God adds to it or gives me something else, then I'll add that to it. But right now, that's, that's what I'm operating on. Mm. What I'm hearing is that it's it's a time for you to prioritize the essentials that make you alive in the pursuits that God has called you to. That's really good. That's really good. Because the word that you've said a lot is prioritize your essentials and balance, and balance your, pursuits. your pursuits. Yeah. And it sounds like it's coming from that space. If you, if those essentials are at the forefront of your mind, the things that you need to cleanse the palate of human life so that you can stay connected to God, then the actual pursuits that you're called into are only coming from a place of divine connection so that you know the things that are distracting will not be part of your life because you're prioritized the number one things that are number one or number one, number two, number three things, number <laughs> the number ones, exactly. That really keep you connected to purpose. You know, this is real time, ladies and gentlemen, I'm sitting here, you know, giving Kevin the best understanding I can give him based on what I've, you know, been walking in. And what he just said back to me was, a, was something I was not thinking about. And it made sense because I have been feeling this prompting in my spirit to prioritize even rest outside of Sabbath. 
I have been feeling this prompting to connect with nature more during my breaks instead of feeling that with, okay, I can, I can finish another task on my to-do list. And so this word that I'm getting from you now is just, again, trusting God to take a break. Trusting God to go out into nature and to just be with him in that, in that regard and not worry about what's going to pass me by. Because in all actuality, bro, I'm, I have so much going on right now. You know what I'm saying? We have projects that we're working on through Imagine Faith, right? Mm -hmm. Um, I have my day-to-day job, right? But I'm trying to shift careers as well. I'm looking forward to, in 2024, shifting into the tech industry, you know? And so I'm involved involved with this uh, Black Genius program, Um, trying to get a scholarship to go to this boot camp, learning, you know, just technology, right? And all that, you know, coding and cybersecurity, all those kind of things, right? In the midst of everything else that I'm doing. And so I feel like, it's only good stewardship to fill every gap with some kind of productivity in one of these lanes. So I take my Sabbath, right? But rest outside of that doesn't seem responsible. Ooh, we got to dispel that. But I've been feeling the prompting. I've been feeling the prompting, and now I'm listening to you say prioritize those essentials, which is something God spoke to me a while ago. So I just wanted to highlight that. Like, I appreciate that. <laughs> Bro, you know what? Before the new year, I went through a program. Um, it was just a, 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 a Zoom a class of a mastermind talking mm-hmm. about how do you achieve your goals two to five times faster than you did last year. And they actually said it is possible to do that and work 30 hours a week or prioritize your family. And one of the things that they said was that in the week as you're doing you know, your battle plan, prioritize the rest times first, knowing when and where you want to do the rest mm. and the hangouts and prioritize that first, then figure out where your pursuits actually lie. I thought that was a very, very interesting way of thinking about it. For me, what that means is for family. Oh, okay. Where do I, especially coming into this new year where I'm not touring like I, we, we have in the past, yeah. I have to prioritize where am I going to actually put my family time first so that I have yeah. the most full family life, then put my pursuits in order. And I go, oh my gosh, that's an amazing way about, of, of prioritizing the essentials so that the pursuits, when I actually go to them, they're focused times that I know I have to actually get stuff done and everything's in, in order. Let me ask you, so this idea that they're presenting you with that makes you, you know, two to five times more productive, is it because this kind of prioritization helps enhance the quality of your service or your product? Um, Because that's what I'm pulling from it. It's something about when we look at wanting to be productive, I don't think we have the, we don't, I don't, I haven't heard yet that someone incorporates a conversation of quality versus quantity when it comes into pace of your production, pace of your success. And I think that that's important because for me, as I'm listening to you talk, I'm a visual learner, right? So I'm visualizing in my head the kind, the type and quality of work I get done when I'm well rested, when I've spent time with the people that I love, when I've eaten the food that I know I should have eaten, right? Versus the, the quality of work I do when I'm, when I'm not rested, when I grab a snack food real quick, or when I didn't get a chance to finish the conversation, I really want to you know, finish with my loved one. My, the quality of my work is different and low quality work, it, it, it takes up so much time and produces so little. And so how do you maximize your time by bringing your best self to the time set aside to do the work? 
And so what I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm real to real time gleaning off what you're talking about and finding how I'm going to incorporate that into my daily to do list, man. My daily to do list will have scheduled, scheduled essentials on there, not just pursuits. That's exactly it. Scheduled, scheduled essentials and not just the pursuits. Cause if you're, you're leaving your pursuits, it was through Craig Valentine. I loved this program. And he was saying, when you leave your pursuits as secondary, and they're not scheduled in, then you're going to be running off lack and you're going to be losing steam from week to week to week to week to week. You can't just find time for those essentials, just whenever you can slot them in. You have to make that the number one thing. And then from that, as we say, kind of in Magic Faith Talk, right, from that cup being full, every single pursuit now gets your overflow and your focus and your quality. And so now, and I love this part too, whenever you start thinking about working on something, you're trying to remember and focus on what are the actual drivers of the success that I need, right? Okay, if this is the project, what are the actual things that will move the needle forward? And if you can list that very, very succinctly, then you're going to be attacking those things from a place of rest, not just the busy work that you know, makes you feel like you've done something, but it never really moved the needle forward on the yeah. number one priority of your life. Yeah. Once I've taken that approach, I've seen things change and that's why things move faster. I'm not focused on the uh, secondary tasks that make me feel good. I'm just focused on the primary task. That's yeah. It's a, probably a bit of deep work. Yeah. It's probably a little bit tougher because I have to really focus, but because I'm doing it from a place of rest and not a place of lack, I'm bringing my fullness. I'm bringing, as you know, Brendan Bouchard will say, a performance edge to that space. And so, you know, we're, we're you know we're students of life, right? Students of the word, students of life. I'm sitting here listening to Kevin. I'm listening to you talk, and we have to, you know, we often refer back to you know definitions. So I'm looking up the word productive, and productive by definition is producing or able to produce large amounts of goods, crops, or other commodities the most productive employees, right? And so what I'm recognizing is that my, the paradigm shift I'm experiencing is that what I'm producing may not always be produce. It may not always be something of value, right? I can be, I'll take my, my tired self, my unfocused self, you know, and just give whatever I can to a project and something comes out. I think we immediately identify that as, oh, I was productive because I put something out. But if it's not a commodity, if it's not goods, if it's not crops, meaning that if it's not useful, you weren't productive no matter what you put out there. If it's not useful for the overall goal or if it's not useful for the overall environment or for the people, then no matter what, no matter if you, you say you finished it and you put it out there, you weren't productive. And I think Oof. that that is what we have to understand that just because you put something out there doesn't mean you were productive. You have to put out what needs to be put out. And you can't put out what needs to be put out unless you put in you what you need first in order to do the work to put out what needs to be put out. Korg, just make sure that all makes sense, man. I just want to put it all out there. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think that's it, man. I, I will definitely be praying over that. And I pray that for not just you, but for me, but our, and our whole community. I mean, we are all, we, we are all called to rise to our highest to be able to do what God has called us to do from a place of our best. And if we're yeah. not giving ourselves our best, 
and we are not focused on the number one things that actually move the needle forward, think about who is missing out on you activating faith to that level, to that specific task that actually moves the needle forward. Think about who's missing out on the love that they could be obtaining from the product and the source of where you connect. When I think about all those things, it makes me rise to the occasion and say, I, I have to really, to really focus on my essentials so that I can come to my pursuits with everything that I have and yeah. move the needle forward in actuality, not in just in busyness. Now I can bring my truest, fullest self to the things that will actually move the needle forward in my business and can serve my world. Mm, you know, it just reminded me that we're not speaking to high participators. We're speaking Ooh. to high performers. Yep. We're speaking to high performers and the difference between a participator and a performer are those who prepare themselves to do the actual work. Getting your essentials as a priority allows you to be a performer in your pursuits. We don't want to just participate. That's not going to yield the fruit that God has called us to yield in this generation. Get your essentials in order as a priority. Be the performer. Not the actor, but be the good steward that produces what God intended you to produce in this generation. So we just heard Donovan's word for 2024. Next episode, I'm going to let you all know my word for the year. And we'll have the same type of unpacking because I need it <laughs> for myself. And I hope that as we unpack my word for the year, that it's something that is going to be beneficial to you all. As you all know, love transforms you, purpose defines you, and impact activates you by faith. We'll see you in the next episode and let's conquer 2024.